The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 17th chapter. And after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah, talking with him. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. He was still speaking when, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and have no fear. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. And as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Tell no one the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. The last time I saw my grandfather, he didn't quite look like himself. Disease in 93 years took a toll and had done their work on his body. The man who cultivated the Nelson Dairy Farm built barns, played the piano, married for 65 years and raised six boys, was very strong. But his body told another story. Even though it was him, he looked less himself. On the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus' body made him look more of himself. When Jesus' face shone like the sun and his clothes were white as light, Peter, James, and John understood it was him, even though he didn't quite look like himself. He was human who didn't quite look human. Some say it was because of Jesus' divinity that it showed through to the point of setting aside his humanity, almost annihilating his humanity. But let's say the transfiguration is more about Jesus' transfigured body revealing the destiny of humanity than showing his divinity. Jesus' body is different, but the Bible doesn't make it seem unreal, as if it was unhuman. Jesus' humanity remains tangible precisely in his body, even though it's illuminated by divinity. When Peter says it is good to be there and suggests to build three tents, He's confessing to having witnessed the gate of heaven opening up in Jesus' flesh. The earthly has not left earth, and humanity has not left the body. But heaven has come down to earth, and divinity has taken up residence 
in the human body. The transfiguration is God fully present in humanity. Now, it might be strange, but I'm quoting from John Paul II in his work from the theology of the body. He writes, The body, in fact, only the body, is capable of making visible what is invisible. That is the spiritual and divine. At Christmas, when God was incarnate, the body walked through the front door of faith and theology. The body is the means in which God fully enters our human story. Our bodies are meant for God and to point to His glory. But because of sin and death, we're used to our bodies falling apart. We believe that's normal and that death is our human destiny. Because of the struggle, We forget that we're spiritual bodies, or incarnated spirits, or simply said, we are body and soul. There's no discussion of who we are without our bodies. We're not really spirits trapped in flesh who need to be freed upon death. Our bodies tell us who we are, but we need another body to reveal what our bodies are meant to be like. Jesus' body reveals the redemption of our bodies. His body reveals the fullness of what the human body is meant for. God's presence. Peter knew it was good to be there, but Jesus knew his work wasn't complete. He needed to proceed the cross, and to the, to the grave, so humanity could receive the fullness of God's presence. Jesus' transfigured body on the mountain will be the same disfigured body on the cross. While Jesus hangs on the cross, he will not look like himself, beaten, battered, and broken. But the crucified body reveals who Jesus is, just like the the transfiguration. Jesus' crucified body is filled with divine love, revealing the lengths divine love will go for you. The light from the transfigured body of Jesus shines on Peter, James, and John. And this shining, in a sense, is a revealing not just of Jesus, but of their lives. In a sense, the light shines their entire lives, laying them bare in front of Jesus and God himself. Lying them, leaving them bare, meaning showing all their sins and all their shame. It is no wonder they are terrified at the feet of Jesus. But Jesus does something amazing. He doesn't condemn them, but he reaches out and touches them to calm them, to forgive them. And then he tells them to rise, which is the same word he will use for rising from the dead. The disciples thought they were good as dead, but Jesus tells them to begin to live a new life 
in the light they had just witnessed in the transfiguration. The light that reveals Jesus to them is the same light that reveals, fully reveals themselves to themselves and made Christ's calling in their life completely clear. They are meant to be fully alive in God's love. The disciples are meant to live a resurrected life. The divine light shown through the body of Jesus changes, that is, transfigures the three disciples, and they will no longer be the same. Now we know that they will get it wrong. Peter will deny Jesus three times, and James and John will abandon Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. But we still have hope. There's hope because Jesus says they will witness the resurrection. That is why he tells them to keep it to themselves until they see the Son of Man rose, risen again. They have hope because that Jesus confesses they will still be there. And they have hope because Jesus will never give up on them. The same is for you. We behold Jesus' body in the Lord's Supper. Jesus' body does not look like him. But by faith, in his word, we see Jesus transfigured in the Lord's Supper. And on our knees, Jesus touches us with his body and blood to forgive our sins and calm our lives. And because of that touch, we depart here differently even though we might look the same. Through faith, you are different because divine love has entered your human bodily life. In the Lord's Supper, God joins himself to you. The divine life you live will look human, but because God's entered your body, your body becomes the very place where God works. God's light will shine through your life of faith, the life that looks to God for forgiveness and is completely content to just be with Him. And God's light will shine through your life of love when you present your bodies as living sacrifices for your neighbor in a life of good works because you believe in the resurrection when you finally experience the fullness of your destiny, the very reason that God made you, a life with him. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.